Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Tom sent me a crazy story out of Kentucky. Man goes to the hospital because he's feeling sick, and they wind up having him arrested when he wouldn't leave, despite the fact that they hadn't really fixed him of what he'd come in for. So according to the lawsuit, Frankfurt man seeking medical help sent to jail instead. Lex18.com ran the story. It's a local TV station in Frankfurt. When the man started feeling dizzy and sick during a night shift at a local plastics plant, the man's co-workers called an ambulance and said they thought he might be suffering from heat stroke. Uh, that day back in June was 94 degrees. And it was in the middle of a summer heat wave. So it seemed pretty obvious. And the man now says, I was not feeling well. And I remember having a horrible headache, a horrible headache. So he's 27 years old at the time. He was taken to the local medical center. He was given Narcan and treated for dehydration and a drug overdose. They treated him for a drug overdose. Now, there's no indication that he'd used any drugs. But apparently that's the conclusion they drew from looking at him. He was not treated at the hospital for heat stroke. According to the lawsuit filed by the man and his family, the lawsuit was filed against the police department, several employees of the hospital, uh, the police department itself, and the healthcare operation that operates the hospital. After they treated him with Narcan, he was still unresponsive and unable to speak coherently. But instead of continuing to treat him, the staff called the police and said he wouldn't leave the premises. So they said, This guy's trespassing, he won't leave. He can't speak coherently. And they're thinking, well, you know, we did what we could for the guy, but he's obviously on drugs. It's unclear why they would stick with that diagnosis, but that's apparently what they did. Body camera footage from the responding officers was provided to the TV station by the man's attorney. In the footage, nurses can be heard saying that the man had been discharged, but he wouldn't wake up. See, he's been discharged. He won't wake up. Can can you guys take him to jail or something? The footage shows police trying to get him to speak to them. And at one point, a hospital employee appears to try to shake him awake. Because, you know, here's the thing. I'm not a doctor, but even I know this. If someone's not responding to medical treatment, you shake them. That, that's, that's like medical school 101. I think there's an entire class on how to shake patients awake. I, I've seen it in the movies. I've seen it in cartoons. You shake them, and it cures them. <laughs> hospital employees can also be heard saying that the Narcan worked but that the man had then started flailing around and trying to get away from us. Uh, The problem, of course, is I don't think there's any video of that. It sounds like they're, I don't know, confused. Now, the man is a Marine veteran, said he's never taken illegal drugs and had never been arrested before the incident at the hospital. So you wouldn't think your first arrest would come because you went to the hospital to get cured and they had you arrested, but here you go. He said he'd not taken any drugs the night of the incident, of course, because he doesn't take drugs. To me, it seemed like they might have just looked at me and been like, he's a druggie. I think it was a quick decision on their part. They didn't do anything to really figure out if I was actually on something. And now, call me crazy. I'm only an attorney. But I seem to have heard the phrase drug test in my life. I think there's ways they can test you for drugs. Now, I know some people in the audience are going to say, Steve, 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 I work in the industry. Some drugs take a while to test for. Some drugs... Well, you know something, though? When someone comes in and has the symptoms of heat stroke on a hot day, why would you jump to the conclusion it was a drug overdose? And if the drug tests don't show anything, do we really jump to the conclusion that they would have if we had run them? I think that logic is inside out. So 
In the body camera footage from that night, an officer can be heard asking him to leave the hospital, counting down from five and then stating, trespassing, as the man continued to sit in an unresponsive state. So they pulled the old, I'm going to count down. Five, four, you better move. Three, are you going to do it? Two, going to arrest you. One, trespassing. And at that point, they deemed he'd been trespassing. The hospital employees medically cleared the man to be taken to the jail, and they can be said, you know, heard saying that. So when, when the police said, is this man okay to be taken to the jail? They said, yeah, yeah, he's better. So the man was charged with third-degree criminal trespass, according to court records. He can be seen on the body camera footage speaking incoherently as police struggle to lift him into the police vehicle. He was taken to the jail where he stayed for about 12 hours before being released. When he left the jail, his father took him to another hospital, which quickly diagnosed him as suffering from heat stroke. Now there's one out of left field. How on earth could, I mean, these guys are geniuses at this other hospital. Um, <laughs> they sent him to the University of Kentucky Hospital for a higher level of care. It turns out he actually did need medical attention. So that's according to the loss of the medical records. The man says he has no memory of what happened between him leaving his workplace and regaining consciousness at the hospital he wound up at, meaning he's got no memory of going to jail, which I suppose is a good thing. If I went to jail and didn't enjoy it, I'm not sure I'd like to think about it that often. He later watched the body camera footage of what happened at the regional center that had him arrested. When asked how he felt, he said, extreme anger. After the fact, I started becoming sad that I can't even trust these professionals to help someone that's not able to speak, not able to do really anything. And so here's the thing. A lot of people notice that there's stories in the news lately about police mishandling situations. Here, it's a medical facility mishandling a situation. And they're the professionals in the room, as they say. And so they should have been able to figure this out. And, and for them to call the police on somebody, when the police show up, Okay, so, so you're a police officer, and you show up. You say, what's going on? They go, this guy right here has been discharged. He won't leave. He won't leave. The first question you're going to ask is, what was wrong with him? Oh, no, Steve Hippa, they can't tell him. <laughs> well, <laughs> they should be able to tell you something. Because when the guy's rambling incoherently, you might want to ask, is he really okay? Why is he rambling incoherently? And if they say, oh, he's on drugs. You might, and again, I'm, I know it's not a detective who's called, it was just a regular police officer. But let's play detective for a split second and go, okay, what drugs do you think he's on and why? D does he have needle tracks indicating he's on something? Did, did, did he come in smoking a reefer? Like, what, why, do you, why do you think he's on drugs? How do you know he's not still sick? Because, you know, if you walk into an emergency room in a hospital, you might see people in there who appear to be unwell. This guy's unwell. He's in a hospital. That, that shouldn't surprise anybody. So when a police officer is called in, they say, haul this guy out. He won't leave. I've seen these transactions happen on YouTube. Not in a hospital, but, but in, in places where someone won't leave. Police officer walks up and says, excuse me, sir, you've been asked to leave. By whom? Owner or the operator or the manager of this facility has asked you to leave. They've got the right to do that. Are you going to leave? And I've seen it where somebody goes, fine, I'll leave. And they leave. I've also seen where they go, no, I'm not going to leave. I think I have a right to be here. If the person continues babbling incoherently, you don't go, oh, that's a refusal. <laughs> you should look at them and go, I'm just curious. Because 
again, I'm not a police officer, but correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that police officers in their training are taught some extremely basic first aid type things. Because quite often, police officers are the first responders on the scene. Two cars get in a collision at an intersection. Police officers show up and then they call the medical people who will come out. But they're often there first. And sometimes being there first means there's opportunities to help somebody more than somebody who gets there five minutes later. So I was under the impression that police have been trained on some level to look at somebody, not to diagnose them, not to perform open heart surgery, but to glance at them, look at them, and, and figure out if there's anything that, that's going on medically that they should be concerned about. So if a man's sitting in a hospital, he's been brought in for a heat stroke, and they go, well, we think he's on drugs, he won't leave. And the guy's sitting there speaking incoherently, and you can't seem to make a connection with him. It seems odd to say, well, we've discharged him, take him to the jail. That, that seems strange. And so I do place some of the blame on the police on this one because a police officer should have looked at that and said, you know something, he doesn't look well to me. And unless he's a danger to somebody, can't you guys observe him for a little while longer just to make sure he's okay? I mean, that's, that's just me. Call me crazy. Meanwhile, the man had to be intubated during his several-day stay at the main hospital. As the man was taken from the regional medical center to the police wagon to the jail, his attorney said that he believes there was some complacency. That's the system's failure right there. He said there's got to be double checks on people, whether they hold a license, a badge, or a set of keys to open a jail door. And so somebody's got to look at this man and go, he's not well. Now, if a medical professional tells you, no, he's high on this, you assume they know what you're talking about, but did they run any tests or are they just making that Assumption based on how the man looks. Lex18 asked some questions of the medical center about what happened. And they said, we terminated the employees involved and we apologize for the way he was treated. We have provided additional training for our staff to help ensure this does not happen again. We are genuinely sorry this happened and we are glad to hear he's doing well. So instead of saying we cannot comment due to pending litigation, they said we've fired people. We terminated the employees involved. So plural. They've terminated the employees involved, and they apologize. So there you go. So it would indicate that when we say mistakes were made, as I like to say, mistakes were made, and they're partially owning up to them. A hearing for the lawsuit filed by the man and his family has not been set yet, and neither the hospital nor the police department filed answers, because when you file a complaint against somebody, they have time to file an answer. Until you see their answer, you don't quite know what their legal position is going to be. Meanwhile, I'm assuming if they're willing to admit that they fired people, and have uh, apologized that there's a chance that they might sit down with the plaintiff's attorney and work something out. So that is a crazy story about a man who went to the hospital for medical treatment. Everyone knew it was heat causing him to feel that way. And after they treated him for a drug overdose, based on what we don't know, uh, they had him arrested for failing to leave while unresponsive because they had discharged him. And so hospital now says, well, we fired people, but... You know, we'll see what happens. So there you go. Tom, thanks for sending it. Lawsuit. Frankfurt man seeking medical help sent to jail instead. Lex18.com. Questions or comments, put them below. Those will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. There are two ways to be rich. One is by acquiring much. The other is by desiring little.